0: The last week of the year is my favorite time of year. Now, I know this week, this last week between Christmas and New Year's, a lot of people will set goals, but I actually like to do a yearly review. I spend more time on my yearly review than I do setting goals for the new year. Because what I found when I just set goals every year was I was setting the same goal every year because I wasn't learning from what had happened the previous year. So I spend more time doing my yearly review. And I've gotten pretty specific about the things that I do in my yearly review. So I'm just going to share the kind of 10 steps that I take for my yearly review. I borrowed a few of these from uh, Tim Ferriss, Scott Adams, a few other people, and I kind of put it together into something that works for me. So here are the 10 steps to do a yearly review. And I promise you, if you do this at the end of every year, you will make more progress each year than you are doing when you just set goals. All right, so number one. I set aside three hours and I usually do this with a cup of coffee, but if you had a really shitty year, maybe a cup of bourbon, if it was a rough one. That's the first thing, you gotta have three hours, make sure that it's uninterrupted. Number two, I will open my Google calendar and I will review every single meeting that I had that year. So I just start in January, I go all the way to December and I write down every single meeting or every interaction that made me happy and every interaction that made me less happy. So like the positive ones and the negative ones. And I just, I take, do a piece of paper. I just write all this stuff down. Here's all the ones that made me happier, that moved me forward, that I was excited about. Here's all the ones that I did not like. Then I do the same thing. I open Evernote. So I write all kinds of random notes in Evernote. So I open Evernote and I just sort by date and I just read all of the notes. And sometimes my notes are like, you know, here's the things to buy at the grocery store. Sometimes it's like a video, uh, idea, whatever. Sometimes it's a workout. I just read the notes, and I don't read every detail, but I just read through the notes. And again, I write down things that made me feel great and things that made me not feel not so great. This is number four. I open up my paper journal and I do the exact same thing. So I keep a journal like this, and I open up my journal. I go to the beginning of the year and I just write down. I make little notes. Here's the things that made me happy. Here's the things that didn't make me happy. What I'm looking for is things that gave me energy or things that took it away. Because in the new year, I wanna spend more time doing the things that give me energy and less time on the things that take it away. So number five is I take all of those lists and I just evaluate it. So I've made all of these notes. I take that list and I evaluate and I say, okay, this is what I want more of in the next year. This is what I want less of. And I look at my calendar and if I have meetings with people that I don't want to see, I cancel those meetings. If I don't have enough meetings with people I want to see or not spending enough time doing the things I want to do, then I add that stuff to my calendar. So just just kind of a real overview of like what I want more of and what I want less of. Number six, this is the last one is where I review my goals And then I check all the stats to see how close I got to my goals. So usually my goals are written in my journal. So I'll go back to the beginning of my journal and I see what goals that I have at the beginning of the year. So let's say I had a goal to deadlift 600 pounds or something, right? Great, so that's my goal to deadlift 600 pounds. And then I go and check all of my stats. I check all of my workout logs and see like what was my highest deadlift of the year. And I'll write that down. So if I got to 550 pounds, then great. I got pretty close to my goal, but I didn't quite get there. If I had a goal to have a million dollars in my bank account, then in, let's say that was the beginning of the year goal, then I would check my bank account literally that day and see how much money is in there. And I would write it down next to the million dollars. The numbers never lie. So if you have a goal that is specific, that is number based. So if you have a goal that is specific, that is number based and you did not achieve the goal, be honest with yourself about that. If you wanted to lose 20 pounds and you actually gained five, then write down what your target weight was and what your actual weight is. Right? This is really informative because a lot of times we set these like really ethereal goals, these like goals that don't really have a specific direction and then we never hold ourselves accountable to them. If you can hold yourself accountable, then you actually have feedback that you can use to either reset a goal and actually achieve it next year or forget about that goal because you actually don't care about it. That's step number six is I review the goals, I check my bank accounts, I check the scale, I check how much weight I lifted, I just measure like how successful was I? Kind of like an audit, like if I was a accountant. Number seven, this is really important. Everything that I accomplished, I congratulate myself for. Now, I don't like sit there and say, yeah, congratulations, Jay, you did this. But I actually write down like anything that I felt like, hey, I did a great job with this. So once I see like, hey, my goal was a million dollars. Hey, I have $900,000, fantastic. I had zero at the beginning of the year, right? I'm just gonna write down that is like a win for me. It's like a little trophy. And I wanna congratulate myself for every single thing I accomplished. Let's say you set the goal to have a million dollars and you only have 50,000 or you only have $5,000 because you had to go and take care of your sick mom and that just threw off your whole plan for the year. Well, you actually did take care of somebody in need and maybe you helped them get through a tough time and they helped you get through a tough time. Congratulate yourself for that. Like you put your time and effort to something that was important to you. So I make sure that I congratulate myself on every single accomplishment. And I usually do that by just writing it down. You know, I will remind myself of this, you know, in future days as well. Number eight, I write down all of the learnings that I had from the past year. So you're having a whole bunch of lists here. There's gonna be stuff that stands out. You're just like, oh, right. I didn't lose that 15 pounds because I never even started my workout program, or I never saved any money, so I don't have the million dollars that I needed, or I never did anything to grow my business, so I'm not even close to having that money. So write down all of the things, give yourself feedback, like what didn't work. And this is not a shaming yourself, exercise. The goal is to look at this like a scientist. I had a hypothesis that I was going to achieve this thing. I had these inputs and I got this other thing or I didn't get the thing. Okay, what did I learn from this? And just write down, okay, well, if I had a better plan, then I might've lost weight. If I had hired a coach, I might've lost weight. If I had started my plan, I might've lost weight. If I stuck with it past that three weeks where things weren't going well, I might've lost weight. Like write all that stuff down and look at it really like a scientist because it's just feedback. You're going to fail in your goals from time to time. That's what makes them worth achieving. And so take those failures, learn from them so that you can achieve something new or different in the new year. After I write down my learnings, number nine is that at that point is when I set my goals for the new year. So I've taken all the feedback. I've learned all the stuff. I've congratulated myself for all the things that I'm proud of. And now I say, okay, this is what I wanna accomplish in the new year. And I actually don't take too much time for this. Uh, usually I only focus on three things, something around health, something about around wealth or work, and something around relationships. More than three things generally is too much because I just lose focus or it's just hard to achieve a lot of stuff at once. Like you only have so much growth. If you could do one thing, then you have a much higher chance of achieving that. Most people struggle with just one thing. Not all of us are as biased towards one outcome as others. So give yourself a maximum of three. This is what I do. Three goals. Usually I'm able to achieve at least two of those three by the end of the year. Sometimes I can do all three, but it's better than setting 10 goals and not achieving any of them. I don't spend much time on this because it's actually fairly straightforward. These are the things I did well. This is what I need work on. This is what I want next. And then last one is I'm gonna break these down, those three goals, I'm gonna break them into three month goals. And basically like I take my one year goal and I say, what do I need to do in the next three months to get there? And then I plan quarter one. So January, February, March, that's where I make the plan. I talk about this in another video. I boil this down to the habits that I need to do on a daily basis. And then I just start work. This is three hours. You shouldn't take three days for this or at least I don't like to take three days for this because at a certain point, it's just like basically mental masturbation, right? And you're actually delaying the work that actually needs to get done. So the faster I can get to work on the next goal, then the happier I'll be because then I'll start to take action that will get me there. So that's my yearly review process and my goal setting process. Hopefully you found this useful. If you did, go ahead and hit the subscribe button and we'll see you in the next one.